Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Last season on Vanderpump Rules. All right, here we go. I want it sexy. I'm not going to run my business around who's shagging who. Let me see the inside of your arm. Oh, yeah, signature on Oh, my God. That's thinking beautiful. You are a bad person. I will quit my job to get away from you. Unfortunately for me, where you put your dick affects my business. I actually have a question for you. Will you marry me? I'm getting married. <laughs> I don't want to compare my relationship to the relationships my friends have. Oh, but winning. Tom and I have been together for five years. I'm just tired of arguing all the time, man. All right, so it's official. Oh. Not you. Me and Ariana made out in a swimming pool. You hooked up with my boyfriend. I'm smarter than you. I'm prettier than you. Get the f*** over it. But I did not go around and f*** someone behind your back. Jackson and Kristen had sex in January. What? You banged my ex-boyfriend. I'm not banging Jax. Yes, we slept together. You oh. are disgusting. Yes, I did have sex with one time. I'm really sorry. So you had sex with Jack? Yes. I'm not going to deal with anyone's bullshit or lies ever again. Don't do this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Welcome to Vanderpump Robs. I'm Rob Schulte. And I'm Mackenzie Green. <laughs> this is season three. This is uh, a long time coming. I didn't know if there would be a season three. And I said, you know what? It's got to be more than me and uh, friends I make on the <laughs> internet doing this thing. I need to bring in, you know, quite frankly, one of the best guests I've ever oh, had on the show. And Mackenzie, you said yes. You said I yes. Did. I said yes. And then as I was watching an episode, I thought, look at Rob's insidious plan. He has tricked me <laughs> into watching an entire season of this show. Little update for the audience. I'm changing format a bit because, you know, it just those past episodes took too much time. I was like recapping <laughs> it at the beginning when it's like, everyone's <laughs> seen this. If they're coming to this podcast, they know exactly yeah. what happened in the episode. And they're coming to hear uh, the chats, the people's thoughts. Um, so we're going to cover a couple of episodes per podcast episode, yes. if that makes sense. Which um, is truly terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> maybe some episodes will hit three. Today, we're just going to cover the first two. All right, I like that. But there is one thing I wanted to bring up, Mackenzie. You, th- you, you, you like to uh, say that I, I have like these these master plans yes. to get you to watch this show. <laughs> it is. This has all been a slow play. <laughs> just for the record, here, um, I just think this is going to be fun. 
Um, and it is silly, and it is full of yes. ridiculousness. Uh, but there is no ulterior motive. <laughs> I think my favorite, and, and I've told you this before, and we've done episodes. I was like, I never want to enjoy the show outside of how I watch it specifically <laughs> for times that you've asked me. So I truly yeah. have no understanding of what happened before, what's happening now. I realize my brain is an etch-a-sketch when it comes to the show. So even <laughs> if I know what I'm headed towards, I'm still like, who, what, who are these people? So like, tr- it was just yeah. a ride. It was a ride from the moment oh, it yeah. started and was like previously last season. And I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> Every time is a yeah. surprise. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, you and I are both friends of, or fans of Disney. We're also yes. friends of Disney's. But, <laughs> friends of um, Disney as well. If if Real Housewives is Disneyland, then Vanderpump Rules is very much California adventure. Yes, and it is. It's like a very specific genre of fan that is going for yes. it. I, I feel when I watch these episodes that I have to apologize to all of my friends and family who don't care about Marvel because I realize that (laughs) just like i watch and i'm like who is this what this is is this the origin story for how we got oh so that's how that restaurant oh that's who he is what i feel like that must be how my friends and family feel when they watch marvel (laughs) with me and i'm like this isn't gonna make sense we probably should watch age of ultron and they're like i thought you just wanted me to watch one movie and i'm like well before you go see shang chi i need you to watch iron man 2 i need you to watch this i need you to watch Endgame. um they're probably good good actually we need to leave the theater right now we should probably leave and i'm like and honestly we should probably watch rush hour 2 so the fight scenes make sense and they're like (laughs) yes they're like, I'm sorry, wh- what's happening? And I'm like, mm, hang you know on, what? I'll build you a spreadsheet. Yeah. And I'm like, let me just email you a quick playlist, watch that, and then we should be good for the 11 a.m. showing tomorrow morning. And they're like, it is <laughs> 9 p.m. What are you doing? So that's the way. And there's I like just, a cloud of smoke where yeah. they have their body used to be exactly. as they ran out the door. So as I watch the show, I find myself being like, wait, I got to get out the Google. Like the amount of times I pause yeah. an episode to be like, wait, 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 wait. Does Wikipedia have an episode summary? What am I looking at? Who? Wait, <laughs> what? How far is this? Yeah. Where does he live? I've seen Hang that on. parking garage before. I need to go back to episode six to compare <laughs> exactly. these bicycles they're riding. Exactly. So uh, another good thing, as you mentioned, is that we have recorded episodes in the past, and I think it's like episode four of this season. Yes. <laughs> as I was yes. looking at the season description, I was like, oh, so th- that's why I said it's like the origin story for Endgame. You're like, yeah. oh, so this is how we got to the nose job. Oh, yes. everything makes sense. Should we just get into it? I think it's time to we just should. get into season should. three. <laughs> Episode one, Insta Fight. The notes are back. I had to bust out the notebook. I made a Google Doc so that we can all track our thoughts as best as possible. Also, have my notepads. I had to leave it because I was starting to type in real time what I was thinking. And then I was like, oh. no, that's not what this is for. That's not what this is for. I have been there, and uh, I appreciate uh, the attention to detail. So, let me just give the brief description. It's summertime in West Hollywood, a beautiful 79 degrees, might get up to a high of 82, 
And Lisa Vanderpump still reigns supreme at Sir. Stasi surprisingly has been living in New York. What? I need that storyline <laughs> to find and and she comes back and finds things have changed between her and her former friends and coworkers and castmates. Uh, Jax prepares for his nose job, and Sheena plans her birthday party, a running theme for Sheena. Uh, the biggest thing possibly in this episode is that uh, Kristen Dowdy uncovers a secret <laughs> about Tom Sandoval. <laughs> the the um, sleuth of all sleuths. Yeah, and it wasn't until rewatching this episode for uh, the podcast, which is probably, I don't know, the fourth time I've seen it, which is <laughs> insane to say out loud. Um, don't worry. I've seen Hot Tub Time Machine 2 like eight times, <laughs> and there's no <laughs> valid reason. It's a perfect film. It really is. Clark Duke. Oh, my God, that dude. Anyway, um, <laughs> InstaFight is multiple levels. Like, there's yeah. the whole actual, like, we're taking fights photos of each other as we have conflicting dinners also it was like a time capsule of the time because the amount of like helvetica or whatever filters on each photo that i was like oh this is this is early this is like mid early 2000s like early aughts of instagram where people were like taking photos of themselves then putting a filter on it that you were like did you take that with a disposable camera with no light yeah like what was the point and upload it to your iphone one i mean truly i literally started my notes with i feel like rob has cursed me to spend eternity having to hear people talk about having sex with jacks am i dead (gasps) i'm so sorry I just felt like every time we've ever watched an episode, it starts with like, and she had sex with Jax. And I'm like, when when will they stop sleeping with Jax? When is that season? When does he have time to put pants I on? I just truly. Okay, so a third season is kind of where a show becomes its own, yes. right? Like we've figured out the characters and usually this is in like fictional TV. Yes. So, I mean, let's take this all with a grain of salt. And it's also like, um, what does Rob McElhenney say about uh, friends where it's like it's also around the time where people are starting to make money where they're playing yes. poor in New York or playing broke waiters and waitresses but you're kind of like even that we'll get to it later but even just the like mm, it's, a, it's a beamer selfie I'm like because he makes enough money to buy a beamer yeah. now like why are we yeah. acting like he's a busser he's not a busser <laughs> he's a professional reality star James Kennedy is introduced with, like, him opening for Paul Oakenfold. You know, like, photos of him on stage. And it's like, yeah, he's got a Beamer. Yeah, Yeah. he's playing to larger crowds than your weird band that played at the State Fair, Tom Sandoval, last season. Somebody says a line where, like, I'm just like Penny Lane. And I just wrote down, is Penny Lane aspirational? Yes. And I just wrote, is Penny Lane... Yeah. I yeah. find myself asking very philosophical questions when I watch the like I don't even have commentary I just have questions of like is that aspirational you have to really hate someone to reach out to your ex's jump off to be able to tell his new girlfriend yes why <laughs> like, I'm just or I just wrote do we really think her boyfriend got a job in LA like I end up having questions and not so much like <laughs> If I watch anything else, I'm like, oh, my God. It's the show that uh, raises all the questions we want to know. All of these questions. We get people like Sheena. We get Tom Sandoval. Yes. We get the new character of James, who we've talked about. And it does start with Jax, which yeah. is weird. But it is such a, like, 
not Jack's first couple of episodes. No. Like, it is very like, oh, so Jax is done with uh, the drama that got us through an entire season. Yes. Like Jax, Jax carried the team on his back and now he yeah. just wants to, he wants an easier season. Like he really was the MVP yes. and now he's ready to kind of like, he's ready to just be a designated hitter. He doesn't want to have to, he doesn't want to have to play regularly. Yeah. Uh, I'm very interested once we get to episode two to talk about what his <laughs> goal was for this season. But, uh, I, I, but yeah, episode we, two made me so happy because I was like, that's going to be my new thing. Whenever I do something stupid, I'm just going to be like, I'm being honest. You know that, right? I'm yeah. being I'm being honest. <laughs> um, just the backwards, like the backwards walk of like, because I told you the truth, you have to accept what I just said. And I was like, I can't yeah. wait to say that to my boss one day to be like, no, uh, no, I didn't do it. I remember it. being in seventh grade. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't do any of this, but I'm telling you the truth. Like, yeah, I'm sure she'll love that the first time I ever FaceTime oh. her for a meeting from Disney. And I'm like, but I'm being honest. I think that, like, it comes in hot with the Tom Sandoval drama and yeah. Kristen fallout. And Kristen, obviously, you know, she's working on herself. She's she's getting better. I mean, I think all these people need to work a little bit harder. But um, she is hung up like you said, yeah. on Tom. She's dating James, but really wants Tom to fall. And it sounds like, so she's been communicating with this woman in Miami that everyone's calling Miami girl because Tom hooked up with her, apparently. Miami girl, and that poor woman is like, I just wanted to be a friend of the show. Like, could you at least yep. have gotten my IG handle on the air? Like The amount of things that they say, uh, like the details that are just completely inappropriate, even yes. for a reality TV show, but they don't give her IG handle? Come on. Yeah, like, I'm like, how rude. I'm like, you did all of that. I think my favorite moment moment is when they're like and tom was hooking up with the girl and she's just like i know him he told me the truth he was honest and i said can you imagine believing a man that works at sir oh god yeah. <laughs> that was just my only question to myself is wow imagine imagine thinking a man that works there is nothing but honesty yowza the the thing is is that i think i should uh if there's any of my our listeners that uh that don't know it i am not in the pocket of big pump but i do have some friends that uh that do frequent and work there and i do host another podcast with peter madrigal i'm not here to advertise that show i'm to wow. say this is all to say <laughs> that I agree with McKinsey completely. So, like, just so we're all on the same page. Here. I just also, I think my favorite thing when they introduce Tom, you know how, again, I'm going to make a Marvel reference. You know how in the first episode of What If, when Bucky Barnes gets swung off the thing and he's like, oh my God, thanks so much, Sharon. I almost lost an arm. And everybody was like, I know that reference. <laughs> there was like a moment when he was like, and they were like, and Tom, I was like, ha, there's another Tom coming. There's another Tom coming. There's another, like, I just, <laughs> that's the way I feel watching it. I feel like a casual viewer that's like, you don't, like, I think I'm watching some, like, How I Met Your Mother. I'm like, ah, little do you know, Tom, you're going to find another Tom. Like, 
like a Vince Gilligan show where he's like already written the ending yeah, of it and pretty he's much. just working and backwards. Just like, you guys don't yeah. know. Yeah. And that's that's how I watch these episodes. I'm like, you have a baby. Oh. Right now you think the most exciting thing in your life is this. Like or when um yeah. my favorite line is when Jack said, which I was like, I want some man to say this to me. This is so romantic. She's easy and she lives here. And I was like Jokes on you, buddy. You're gonna be married to a girl from the south who like you got kids and you are just like honky tonk jacks. Like <laughs> counting down the days before you don't get to live in a major city I anymore. Just, I was like, wow, he doesn't know. He has no clue. Uh-uh. I mean, obviously Jax is a it's is a pile of garbage most of the time <laughs> on television. I don't know any I don't know MIRL. Um but like, <laughs> if you look at like tweets, like the day before he became a father into like, now that he's a dad, it's, it's hashtag dad joke yeah. or dad life, yeah. or I'm starting a show about what it's like to be a father or this. I think what I'm always fascinated is, and I literally wrote this about James. I was like, is James embarrassing or a good grifter? Like I'm all these people. I'm like, they're either. Ooh. Yeah. I'm like either everybody on this thing is the greatest actor in improver that has ever existed in the city of Los Angeles. Like truly should have Emmys should be on stage, should be getting Oscars. I'm like, or these are the most wildly unself-aware humans that have ever existed in Hollywood. I know, right? Who would think such a thing in Los Angeles? Speaking as somebody myself who's wildly unself-aware. But it's like you watch it and you just think, yeah, they have to, you have to have, because you hear the housewives say this a lot, where it's like, oh, the cameras come on and you barely remember they're there. I always feel like people are never willing to admit, it's me turned up to a thousand. Like, this is... Like, in real life, I am Jax, but, like, on TV, I am, like, Jax in the marquee, all capital letters with lights around them. It's, like, just be honest. Yeah. I always think back to, like, uh, Boogie Nights, <laughs> whenever uh, Mark Wahlberg's character is, like, describing, like, I see these this name, Blue Neon, and blah, blah, blah. It's, like, that has to be going through. It has to. Especially young people's heads. Yes. I also cringe for them thinking like, oh my, because then you also drop in, this is when I get into my very like, reality TV is an anthropological study of the human condition. Because I also drop in. This and, is why we have you on the show. I know, because so. I do too much and I intellectualize everything. But I truly watch it and I think like, if I was in my early and mid 20s and somebody had put a camera on me, like, what kind of nightmare fuel would I have been being like, oh my God, I get rewarded for punching people in the face. I get a raise if I get drunk. Like I, even as I sit here now, I'm like, yeah, like I know I was boring at 20, but I think had I taken like a job at a restaurant and then all of a sudden for the sheer fact that I just I'm like broke in LA and doing what I have to do to survive. And somebody's like, we love it. We love when you clean out plastic bags and put food back in them. That is like a delight. Can you just do that again? And it's like, 
okay and then like you get confronted and you're like well i'm being eco-friendly and then two minutes later they get you like you know putting siphoning gas in an escalate in my case like putting gas in an escalate and they're like oh this is gonna be great smoking gonna, three cigarettes yeah, people, at they're once like, people are gonna like, love it when she's like i'm being eco-friendly and it's like just say you're cheap like yeah it's like the same thing with all of them they're like i've matured i've grown and then it's like let's get fucked up i'm an adult now we're having an instagram battle and you're like what in the lifetime movie britney and justin dance battle is this nonsense like what i am losing it over here because like (laughs) and this gets into episode two but like jacks is like yeah and at the very beginning of this one he's like i've grown i I, this is the person i want to be i'm also dating two women uh, and i'm telling them both about it yeah that's in episode two i just said maturity is just telling everybody things they don't want to hear yeah so my last uh thing i wanted to bring up about episode one insta fight uh before we go into episode two is the perfect segue which is sheena's birthday party sheena has a lot of parties a lot of parties i think it was in season two that sheena says like you know i'm not a singer i'm a performer and i was like on the nose and and it goes into all these things you were saying before about like being young and getting on tv as a server and yada yada but she also wants to sing this party was like she's not singing yeah uh in fact her fiance or husband no she isn't married yet her fiance is like producing the song with james that everyone has to shut the fuck up for two minutes for or something at a nightclub Uh, Uh, so strange yeah but yeah it is like the most uncomfortable birthday party not just because some people don't want to come but because like it is painfully obvious that no one on the show wants to hang out with each other yes that is my favorite thing about reality tv is when you realize that they are co-workers and not friends like meaning even on the housewives like I love on Housewives yes. of New York when they fight and they're like, we're your friends, Dorinda. We're your friends. And yes. she's like, you're not my friends. And you can tell they can't break the fourth wall and be like, we're not friends. We barely know each other. We are co-workers in this thing. Yes. I hate you guys outside of here. But it's, <laughs> but I do. I loved her honesty because I have a family. I have people in my life who are singers but they want to be famous and i'm always like oh so you want to be a performer i'm like you're not trying to like you know pull a celine dion and sing all by myself like you're not trying to hit us with vocals you're not even ariana grande where it's like entertainment and some singing i'm like you truly are like i want to have a good time i want to get auto-tuned i want to sing a song i want to dance across the stage like truly the same person one year came up with a single and they were like i just want to be a one-hit wonder and i was like wow I applaud that honesty. Like they played the song everywhere. Hey, I want to write that friends theme song. Yeah. They know? wanted to, they, they played it everywhere we went. And I was like, wow, this is an awful song. Wow. This is horrible. <laughs> yeah. I think that, I think that like having a birthday party to celebrate you is totally fine. But when yeah. no one, you invite a whole bunch of people that don't actually want to be there. You're asking for trouble, yes. which makes the show work i guess but yeah all of these things collide like a nuclear blast you know like jack's <laughs> trying to stay out of it but instigating everything uh, and i like how he's just like yeah he just instigates the whole thing yeah. and you're like sir can you not tell that like 
the roof is about to blow off on this. We've all lied and cheated. We've all lied and cheated, you know? And then Carmen is just like, wait, all of you? Yeah. I love, I like when people, I like, especially I love, because that only happens in like sitcoms or something. Or like, you'll see a TikTok. This is a true story. There was a TikTok that was like, okay, guys, let's all admit it. We all shit in the shower. And like, literally the duet was like, ma'am. Excuse me. What? Mm-mm. no 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 run it back we don't mm-mm. no we don't all poop in the shower no. what'd you just say and like that's like that's what that reminded me of when Jack that was one like, got me questioning things too cheated. yeah <laughs> when he was like we've all lied and cheated and she truly looks at him like what are you who, what you could see the moment where everyone else is like yeah of course and she's just like hang on a second let yeah, me set she's this like, straight down a moment everybody. Not a single one. I just one of got you. asked to be on this episode. Uh. <laughs> just truly, it was so good. You mentioned it earlier. You know, Tom tries to talk to Kristen about all this bullshit, and then James pops in, and he's like, "Oh, what up, mate?" What up, mate? I'm taking photos in my car, mate. And uh, they, I just like what he says. Why did you take a, another beaver selfie, ma'am? And he's like, yeah. why don't you take another Honda Civic selfie? It's like, damn. Uh, and I do like, you know, they, they start to address it in the next episode. And James does say, you know, it could have been anything. It could have been anything. But I love, love, love that it was f- like freshman, sophomore, high school argument. You know, why don't you take another picture with your car? It was so good. I really, I think, yes. As we transition into episode two. Yes. I will give us our quick overview on the eve of the largest restaurant opening ever. I cannot believe you wrote that, Rob. How dare you? Lisa must <laughs> dole out punishments to the Sir staff for their appalling behavior at Sheena's birthday party. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. And my literal first opening line, this is why I had to stop writing stream of consciousness, was the caucasity of this show is unmatched. And you've seen Real Housewives. Yes. Because I wrote, why didn't anybody get arrested after that fight? Just because you tell somebody the truth doesn't mean they have to like it. This show has more plot lines than a Tyler Perry movie. Those were all the things <laughs> I thought in the first moment as they were like previously on. Yeah, I I watched these back to back. This episode's the... Uh, I did too. It's called All Fired Up. And- I watched them back to back on like the busiest day where I was like working on budgets for work and i was like you know what i have a moment i it's my lunch break i need a brain break and i truly was like what am i am i having a fever dream like at one point i had to pause it and start the episode over and i was like i'm looking at the tv and i don't i'm not processing any of what is happening it's hard especially like a second episode right after the cliffhanger you know because it feels so much like it's just and you can get lost in these i mean i've done it with yes i binged real housewives of new york a couple years ago and going from like jill zarin seasons up to like dorinda seasons it's like what did i just cross like 10 years worth of television speaking of people like the glow up happening you literally caught cross bethany living in um like a east bumble studio to all of a sudden she's a billionaire and you're like 
I'm sorry. Like, like every like, she's one of those ones that when you watch those in binge, you're like, oh, this is jarring. Oh my god, hang like, on. She literally goes yeah. from like single, nothing, selling cookies <laughs> at like a farmer's market in uh, Washington Square Park to like all of a sudden she's like, I'm getting married and having a baby, and then out of nowhere she's like, I'm a billionaire. Yeah, this show doesn't quite have that. No, and that's what's so wild is. But you get lost in it. You get yes. lost in the my minute things of this. You know what I think it is, and I wrote this down in my notes. Is like, every, no fight ever comes to completion. Like they never are like and scene. Like nothing is ever like and that is over. Good, mm-hmm. good game, fellow fellow cast member. Good game. Like it's just like yes. you're like because even the whole thing where I was like I kept thinking. At one point in this episode, Jax gets confronted by the woman he's dating. And I was like, wait, is this an, have I seen this episode? And then I was like, oh no, this was the fight that was happening in the episode you had me watch the first time where Jax uh-huh. had, I was like, oh, the last episode I watched, there was a fist fight. And then there was also a Jax, we need to talk about you sleeping with this person. And I was like, oh, and Tom still looks beautiful and glossy and has excellent pores. Like what is happening? And I just, my two favorite moments at the top of that fight are Jack's thinking he's the voice of reason. (laughs) You are out of your fucking mind. And then my (laughs) other favorite line is leaving the restaurant when she goes, I don't even know what the deal is. I'm a waitress. And I said, yeah, right. You haven't been a waitress since the middle of season two. Get out of here. It's wild. And I think you, uh, cemented your phrase what was it the uh caucasity of this show i think you're defending your thesis every moment you bring up these examples <laughs> it's, um, it's just so funny to me even that moment where you're just like oh my god like they should all been arrested if they're fighting like this in a bar like if and i think my favorite person are the people like deep in the background that like when this woman is screaming like an artery's been cut open in my foot and this guy is like clearly <laughs> in the back like can i just get my jalapeno poppers like i just i'm so hungry the the order is now to go yeah he's just like i hate to be that person but like if you're processing it, can you just have them wrap it up? Because, like, at this point, <laughs> I mean, this is a lot. <laughs> it's so yeah. silly. Can we talk a little bit, because they bring it up every season, um, Tom's uh, routine, his facial routine, his concealer. He had to use concealer this time. You know Tom's skincare is, like, the center of my universe. To be 100% here, uh, Tom Sandoval... And then it helps when I met Peter. Like they, I was like, I didn't know I need to be taking care of my skin as much as he is a beautiful man. Like I will, I don't think I will shit on a lot of the stuff around this show, but like he is a beautiful human to look at. Like I feel like if I saw him, and not like in that way where like it's like a Chris Evans like weak in the knees. Oh God, I fell down. <laughs> like I mean, like if I saw him in person, I would just be like, wow. Huh. Looking good. Can like, I touch your face? Like he's one of those people that yeah. you just—it's like I just like, want to know how like, smooth oh it is. God. Yeah, it's like it's like when they have the signs to say like uh, "Don't touch wet paint," and you're like, mm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna yeah. touch that. I yeah. want to know. Like I just look. <laughs> I mean, I literally I put in in our thing in our doc. I said in bold because this is a question I want answered. If we ever run into this man, 
what kind of concealer do you use? Because it was just, it must be some HD high pigment stuff. Because he went from like, when he showed himself without it on, but he came into the bar, I was like, wow. Yeah. It's blended. You're not like sweating. Are you powdered? But you can't be because you also look dewy. Like I got so distracted for 10 minutes of just trying to like, (laughs) just being like, wow, Tom. Wow. Wow. That should have been a sub episode. That should have been a side episode where Tom Sandoval's like how to cover up like dark marks and bruises. Like, Do you think we could get Tom on a bonus episode to just help us? Just to I, hear him talk about his skin. Routine. I would pay him to just tell me. Ooh. We're gonna need to slide into some DMs. I yeah, think. I think like that's I'm not even playing. Like in a very Rihanna Fenty kind of way, I'm like Tom. I'm not trying to be funny. If you came out with a makeup line, I would really consider it. I would really be like, all right, okay. I think he should. Right. He had some article come out not too long ago about how, like, what he does makeup wise and why he thinks like it was a very like listen you know how i feel about Jax. like every time somebody yeah. be like Jax, you're 35 and i'm like definitely thought you were 48 like what <laughs> like they'll announce his age and i'm like sir we're not yeah. that far apart in age do i look like that then meanwhile tom i'm like how old are you wow you are aging spectacularly where are you going yeah who's your facialist um, to be fair, and getting back to this episode a little bit as well, the fight really commences or takes off yeah. when James makes a comment about Tom's age. Yes. 31. When he's like, like, I mean, wow, what fighting words. Yeah, to think that like <laughs> you would be offended at 31. I'm a black woman, so age is like a relative comment in my community where it's like, oh, girl, you look great. Oh, I thought you were 28. And I'm like, <laughs> thanks. So like truly at that moment right. where I was, yeah, I'm like, you're correct. Meanwhile, I'm like, when he was like, you're 31. I was like, I'm so damn petty. I would have been like, and I don't look like a bitch. Like I would have just <laughs> like, as opposed to like, I'm like, Tom, what are you mad about? You look fantastic. Yeah. What is James? 27 or something in this episode? I was like, looks 19. Truly. He's, he passes for both a child and a very old man all at the same yeah, time. He's like the sequel to Benjamin Button where they have he to really like is. change it up. Like, how do we make yeah. it different? Um, He's both being de-aged and uh, aged at the same time. Yeah, it's a horrible uh, experiment. But uh, did you have any other thoughts on this episode? You know what's weird about this episode is everything happens in the first 10 minutes. Then in the middle is an origin story of Pump. And then at the last... like last third of the episode is like the next juicy chunk of info like i have to say hands down i loved uh the way (laughs) one i love the conversation in the car from how are your poops to how is sex with your boyfriend i was like wow yeah oh god Okay. Like, truly wow, don't care that the GoPros are on. I mean, just nobody, nobody, everybody's in the car being like, but I loved, I loved that hostage video apology. Yes. Yes. Just the, the tears, the poor quality of camera. It was just, I just truly was like between the, the bruising and all this. I was just like, explain yourself, Tom. What am I looking at? Why is this happening? Yeah. Why are we here? I love that Jax is just a tree that women just carve their name into. Oh, like, God. 
I mean, and this comes up the next episode, but my God, if he puts one more name on himself, like... Oh, it's terrible. <laughs> and then my my hands, my hands down favorite person is when Lisa's like, my friend is mortified that you all... I was like, your friend is ecstatic because that was the best PR his random bar restaurant could have ever gotten. I was like... There are so many damn places like where they fought and you know there were some like USC freshmen who were like, we gotta go to the restaurant (laughs) where Tom and they fought and oh my God, over there is where she got cut with the glass. Like, ma'am, you guys are the sex in the city of this this town. Yes, yes. At at what point is it just dumb decisions people are making like... uh, Tom trying to pick this fight or Jack's, uh, you know, getting a nose job or whatever. (laughs) And how much do they think it is going to improve their storyline on the show? Yes. There are some people like Peter who fly under the radar the whole time, but also don't make giant grand like life choices while filming the show and I mean, there are yeah. what nine other months out of the year that you could do those giant choices you know you're filming for like two months or whatever at this point oh it's when i when just now when you said that my brain like short circuits when i think to myself like this was their lives for two months. I've never had this much, this many interesting things in my life happen in two months. And truly, at one point in my life, I spent a month basically living in Vegas competing in Miss USA. And, e- and Donald Trump owned the pageant. And even then, oh God. that many interesting things didn't happen in a month. Even then, I still was like, eh, huh, another Tuesday. All right. Yeah, so you really have to like, Try to make some TV yeah, magic. I was like, this takes some drama. But you know, yeah. my absolute favorite moment of this episode was the selection of employees, aka the casting of servers, in which Lisa Vanderpump um, had a very specific type. And my question was, is it a worker's violation to say that you want to hire hot Italian-looking men, or is it just standard hiring in WeHo? Is it Disney style hiring? That's what I'm saying. Because you're like casting for yeah, something. That's where and not I was hiring. like, I guess that's yeah. where in my mind I was like, I guess she can get away with saying this, and it's not like it's not like an OSHA violation. Because yeah, like, it's. <laughs> I have a wild tangent to <laughs> someone that this <laughs> wouldn't work out for, but when I lived in Kansas, uh, I was leaving this bar venue that I was managing for a while because new owners came in, right? And that essentially meant like I was either going to get fired or I quit. And (laughs) exactly. I was there while they were hiring all new staff and going through daily rotations of interviewing bartenders and stuff. The new owner, she was interviewing people. And anytime there was a classically attractive woman uh, (laughs) applying for the job, she... (laughs) would ask if she could snap a picture of them and then (laughs) equal opportunity creepers. That's how we break the glass ceiling guys. That's how we do it. I feel it was so that they could go back and be like, so look at our hot bartenders we can hire. Who's the hottest? You know, you know, it was, there was one guy I knew who applied to be a a bartender there who was heavy smoker, big beard, amazing (laughs) bartender. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe not as classically beautiful as some of the people they took pictures of. 
And uh, the interview was about seven minutes long. And then <laughs> he got up to leave and he was like, oh, I saw you taking pictures of people before. Do you need a picture of this? And she's like, uh, sure. <laughs> and I was fantastic. like, none of those people got hired. I, I think that bar has an even newer owner now. And I was like, well, oh that God. makes sense. Like, there was just something so funny to me about not once in that. And sure, I get it, guys. Editing is a real thing. We know, audience. But, like, yes. the fact that at no point in that montage is Lisa, like, what's your previous? Where have you worked before? Yeah. Oh, do you have a bartending license? What are some past restaurants? What makes you excited? To and she doesn't even ask what makes you excited to work at Pump. She's like, hmm, go put on that mm. tiny child size pink button down. Now come and back. don't button it all the way. <laughs> yeah, just like leave some open. Like truly, one black man that she interviews, all they show is that she's like, "I like you," and he's like, "Yes, honey." And then like the next scene is just him putting on a button down with like the half of the thing open at the top, and you're just like, "Wow, Lisa, I think I might know why your employees are having fist fights in like at other yeah. restaurants." I also love everybody being like, Lisa, everybody drinks on the job. Everybody here has drinks in the alley. It's a part of our handbook. Like, it's just one of these comical things where I really wrote down, like, to close out the episode, I really wrote, like, does anyone truly leave the VPR universe? Because just this moment where, like, she's wow. like, you're suspended, you're suspended, you're fired. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've seen this man. On, pre <laughs> on Watch What Happens Live. So oh, yeah. you're still there. Like, it's just, it truly is like watching. It's like being somebody who's never watched Star Wars, never watched Marvel, never watched any of that. And then you're like, and then you see something and you're like, oh, that's um, that's um, uh, Chewbacca. It's the right? Darth that's, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like, this, he plays the thing. And then you're He's like, oh, I thought you'd weapon. never watch. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, and then like, you know the nerd and me is like oh i thought you never watched those and they're like yeah they're everywhere it's like that's yeah. the way i felt watching them where i just kept being like wow lisa <laughs> what a business model you're like i just need a successful restaurant like i just need it to look good i don't care what the food tastes like i don't care if any of the people here know how to work in a restaurant i just want like hot pieces of ass that can <laughs> string sentences together. And I'm like, wow, good for you. And if you shave your forehead, that's a plus. Um, yeah. Tom Sandoval, all the way. No, I do think that's a good way to round out the this first episode. We've yeah. made it. We did it. We did it. And there's more to come from Mackenzie and myself. But before we close out this episode... Mackenzie, is there anything you'd like to plug? Is there any other shows oh or anything goodness. you work on? Oh, my goodness. Um, well, you know, guys, every Friday I'm on the Taylor Strecker show. Um, and, you know, you can catch me nine to five working my regular job for who, what, where. So go over there, follow that, enjoy it, partake in all the fashion news. Um, but, yeah, it's really, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I'm just a regular degular gal who somehow Rob has made into a podcaster and my what a world and you know thanks to you and leanne rhymes i'm here today <laughs> more on that later uh if you'd like to hear more things from me uh i've got a slew of podcasts that you can listen to at pinkjeansproductions.com 
uh, as well as other things I've subtly dropped throughout this episode. Um, Mackenzie, thanks again <laughs> for, for being a part of this. And uh, I believe this episode, I'm going to have drop the same day as the season nine premiere. So Holy cow. we have a lot of excitement happening. Um, We're spanning through the universe. Yeah. And uh, I guess uh, I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. Rob's never mad. I've never in 11 years seen him mad. So Rob, he likes coffee with his creamer. Like I can't wait for like Rob and I to get a house one day. Rob and I are gonna have like two kids. Rob makes me so happy.